Welcome back to Notes from the Island, brought to you by River Island, your one-stop shop on all things fashion, life, and everything in between. We've got you covered for what is hot right now, babes. This is the show that's powered by your voice notes, solving your fashion queries one message at a time. I've got a query for you, Lauren. How's your week been? I have had a lovely week. I did actually something quite nice with my boyfriend quite some people might think it's a bit of a bit of a bold thing to do well how personal are we getting here lauren it was an escape room but just me and him so we didn't do it as part of like what a friendship group or a big group of us just me and him he's never even done an escape room and i thought what way to test the limits of our love than by locking ourselves in a room (laughs) with, quite frankly, too many riddles to solve. (laughs) That's so cute, though, to do that as a couple. And did you manage to escape the escape room? So subject, we we did not. And I've done quite a few escape rooms Uh. and always got out. So I'm not saying he's to blame. Uh. But I can't help but notice Mm. the the outlying factor here. But I had to do that really... You know, when you're in like a relationship and you you don't want to let the other person know you're irritated because you know what you're irritated at is stupid. I was like, I can't I can't be mm. mad that we didn't get out of Houdini's workshop. But if it was a real Houdini's workshop and you didn't escape, I know that would be. I wouldn't be here today. What about you? Have you done anything less? Less stressful and puzzle-based. <laughs> it was stressful. I dressed up for a late Halloween party and went as one of the Sanderson sisters. And obviously I dressed up as Bette Midler because of main course. character energy. And I made my boyfriend and my friend dress up as the other two. Um, and yeah, I was really feeling it. It was so good. Although I couldn't get all of the spiders off. So I had spiders all over my skin oh. until at least Tuesday. <laughs> Speaking of skin, in this episode, we're going to be exploring the wonderful world of beauty from skincare to self-care. And we'll be hearing from former Grazia Beauty editor, now founder of wholesale marketplace Curate Beauty, Samantha Friedman, on what beauty means to her. Plus, we have another of your big questions where James and I help a listener to discover how to upgrade their skincare routine. Lauren, I'm really excited about today's topic because there is nothing better than when your skin looks and feels amazing. So I want to know, what beauty product can you not live without? See, this is for me as well, something I'm trying very hard to be better at. And I think as long as you've got makeup wipes, surely you're off to at least a good start or you're heading in the right direction. Yes, because I remember you telling me before you've left makeup on overnight before. Oh, absolutely. The amount of pillowcases that I have like permanently stained with perfect sort of eyeliner flicks on the pillow. And I think my journey to being a more responsible adult and looking after my skin is going to start with just remembering to take my makeup off. For me... And I'm going to sound a bit basic here, but it's a big pot of Nivea Soft. I can't get enough. I would swim in that if I could. If they could make me a pot big enough, I would dive straight in because it might be a very basic moisturizer, but my goodness, it feels good. And really, that's what this is all about. And it just is like it smells of the kind of moisturizer you would have. I mean, I'm really going hard here on selling it. (laughs) I don't need to, but it does smell like baby moisturizer. So it sort of reminds me of being little i love it i also love a free sample because who doesn't but also i feel like minis are a really good way to try different products if you're not Uh, sure what you're doing like me especially because it can be quite 
an investment as well, can't it? Like, of course, you can buy cheaper things, but sometimes you look at something and think, I don't want to spend that if it's not going to be worth it. So I think these, like, I want to get one this year, these beauty advent calendars. Ah. I think they're a really good idea because then you get to try lots of new different things without having to sort of fork out on a full-size one. And I feel like it's a very good trial and error system. Do you like the surprise or do you sort of just, do you just open them all up in one go? Do you look at the back? Do you find out what's in them? Oh, I love to be surprised. I, I prefer a surprise, definitely. Well, you'd have loved the advent calendar I got last year, although I can't tell you much about it because it was an adult one. Ooh, <laughs> and let me spicy. tell you, it was very surprising. <laughs> River Island have an advent calendar right now that's only £50 and there's some amazing beauty products in it. So check it out. <laughs> But this show is not about us. It's all about your voice notes. So let's hear our first of the day. Here is former Grazia beauty editor, now founder of Curate Beauty, Samantha Friedman. Hi, James and Lauren. I hope you're well. It's Sam here. I am really excited to share with you what beauty means to me because it is a real sense of rituals and routines. I love starting my day with a great routine, but also what's equally as important is ending my day with a fantastic ritual. Now, I don't do this every day, I wish I could, but probably about once a week it is bath time when I get serious about my baths. So it's a bit of a routine that I put on that is has to be kept to. It's quite strict. Uh, I start off with a candle or two. Then for a great bath, I add three different concoctions. First in is the salts. Epsom salts for me are great for detoxing and making your limbs just feel lighter afterwards. Next, it's bath oil. So that for me is key because I've got very dry skin. I hate getting out of the bath and having to slap on lots of different products. So actually having a bath oil really kind of lubricates my limbs, makes me feel really, really hydrated. So we don't need to basically bother with any body lotion. I'm quite lazy. Then the final piece to my bath is bath milk. And that's what generates the bubbles. There is no good bath without bubbles. And what I do is before I get in the bath, while it's running and while this concoction is kind of mixing together, is I take all my makeup off so that when I'm lying in the bath, I can just let all of the steam open up my pores, reject any of the congestion and nasties that have muddle their way into my pores and really let it all out then after the bath is when I apply a mask and I'm at the moment I'm loving one which has got AHAs in it great for really eating away at the dead skin I love that little tingling feeling it leaves on my skin so that I can feel like it's actually doing something and then I remove it finish with a great night cream and that's it I just have the best night's sleep after a good bath And for me, that is essential. Great sleep equals a good next day. And so that is absolutely key. Wow. Samantha, that is not a bath. That's a cocktail. You've just dived into a (laughs) fishbowl. This sounds like my idea of heaven, though. If I could have someone do that for me, like prep that ready for me, like I'm a little princess, I would adore that. I love Mm. that. It does sound amazing. I am a bit jealous. I don't have a bath. I live in a flat. I only have a shower. So even my dog has to shower. But that does sound 
Amazing. You have a bath, right? I have a bath because I, I lived in London for four years and I don't think I ever had a bath. No one has baths in London. Obviously, I bathed. I showered. <laughs> I didn't just not clean myself for four years. But I remember one flat I had had a bath, but the bathroom was very grotty and mm. you can't really have a relaxing bath when you're in quite a damp, grotty bathroom. But when I moved into this place in Newcastle, I have a bath and oh. Oh, it is just exactly what Samantha was saying about just the whole thing is so relaxing and then you sleep better. I think there's nothing nicer than, you know, say, I think this is especially maybe like a Friday night, a Saturday night thing when you don't have work or you don't have anything on the next day. Having a bath, coming out, putting clean pyjamas on, getting into fresh sheets, like fresh clean sheets and it's just that feeling of smugness of being like i am the cleanest coziest person right now i wish i knew what that were like i do have <laughs> a long shower i get up really early for my breakfast show that i host on hits radio and so i need to get out of bed at the last minute because i can't yes. i can't shower in the morning i'm too tired i'll be late so i shower i do all my like admin at about 9 p.m. then i go to sleep very clean and I wake up relatively clean, <laughs> go <Yeah>. to work, <laughs> and then come back home and shower again. And that's how I do it. So I do enjoy my weeknight shower ritual, but it isn't as luxurious as Samantha's. And I sort of wish it was. Yeah, I think she described it as being obviously like a ritual. And I do think rituals and routines are dead, dead important when it comes to things like skincare because it's a habit isn't it it's getting into a habit and getting into a routine and I think that's what I've always been bad at is being in a routine and especially people like us we work quite sporadic jobs so you know I think if I had a bit more of a structured lifestyle where I worked you know nine till five ten till six I worked like set hours I think I would find it easier to formulate a little routine but because every day is different in in our kind of jobs very hard to get in a routine but it's important and I do think routines can make you feel good as well and give this sense of like achievement and fulfillment and I need I need more routine that's what I'm learning today me too and as I was listening to Sam I was googling these Epsom salts and actually they're meant to be really good for removing toxins from the body improving your health and relieving stress, which is something I know we both feel. The bath oils as well, because I've got um, I've got psoriasis, so my skin is sometimes sore, but more often than not, just dry. And I think that's why I've really reveled in having like a bath in my flat now, because I can just sort of like, obviously you can do that in the shower, you can get yourself all covered, but there's something nice about just lying in the water. And I find if I use a bath oil, my skin does just feel like it's been like had lots of nice little kisses on it. <laughs> like, it. It makes the water feel so... This is going to sound stupid, but whenever I use bath oil, it makes the water feel so slippy, but mm. in a nice way, and it just really feels like it's soothing my skin and that I'm getting a lot of moisture. Because I'm like Sam, I'm too lazy. Once I've got out of the bath, I then can't be bothered to put more lotions and potions on. And I think having a bath oil is a good way of just getting all that moisture in. So then you can just wrap yourself in a towel, get your jammies on put the telly on yeah it sounds amazing i mean this cock this bath cocktail sounds so fun i love yeah. the idea of just throwing all the products in the bath and then just jumping in and letting the bath do its magic absolutely Perfect. and river island have a, a little kit as well because i was looking at that before and it's got the salts and the oils in it like a soak hydrate kit so that that might be a good place for me to start 
to get into my bath routine. Samantha mentioned face masks too, and I do love a face mask, specifically under the eye area. I oh. love the feeling of it just like sticking to my face. And then you know that enjoyment you get when you peel it off? Oh, love that. I was just about to say, are you a, a, a peeler or a wash off face mask? <laughs> I'm a peeler. I love the. I am a peeler through and through. I think there's just such a sense of satisfaction. Have you ever got it all off in one? No, it always. There's always a bit left. Yeah. But I do have a great tip actually. This is such a great tip that a friend taught me. If you use a sheet mask for your face, normally the packaging, the like sachet, will still have loads of goo in it. Yeah. And what you can do is you can put that straight in the fridge and then use that the next day by just smothering it on your face, Ah. and then you get two face masks for the price of one. You're welcome. Lip masks are really trending at the moment, aren't they? Like, a face mask just won't cut it anymore. We need to solely focus on the lips. I was reading the other day that the 90s pouty lip is back. Are we here for that, Lauren? Yes, definitely. That strong, contrasting lip liner and nude lipstick. I mean, I honestly never thought that would come back. I didn't know it ever left, to be honest. Like, I think I've been doing the Kylie Jenner lips for a long time. I can see why it's back, because it was also known as the supermodel lip from the likes of Naomi Campbell and Cindy Crawford, and I'm obsessed with it. I am really into a plump it up lip gloss at the moment. Mm-hmm. It feels like you're being stung by a million tiny little bees and it makes your lips slightly more plump without the need for any collagen injections or whatever it is that everyone else seems to talk about all the time. Well, that's the thing. There would be such a, a pressure with these trends. The automatic sort of thought process for a lot of people would be, oh, well, if I want pouty lips, I have to have some form of procedure done and if you want that obviously everyone's entitled to their own decisions it's their body but for those people who don't want to go down that route I've used those lip glosses before and they do work like like you see you do feel like you've fallen into a bush of nettles for about 10 seconds but you look in the mirror and you're like look at that look at that little pout look at me with a big pout yeah Samantha thank you so much for sharing your bath time rituals Right, time now to answer your fashion and beauty problems. Last week, we helped Rachel with her secret Santa dilemma. Now, this week, we're talking about beauty. So let's hear this week's quandary. Hi, James. Hi, Lauren. It's Sophie here. And I am so buzzing that you're doing an episode on beauty. I feel like I'm a bit out of my depth when it comes to beauty regimes, especially when it comes to skincare. There's just so many products and techniques and treatments. I just don't know where to begin. Um, It's such a minefield. Um, So just so you know a bit more about me and for context, until quite recently, um, I've never really bought anything much. I had a daytime and a nighttime um, moisturiser, but I went for a facial for my birthday and it kind of changed my mind about everything. The lady put those like cleansers and serums and oils on my face. And although I didn't purchase anything at the time, I was a bit too relaxed and <laughs> all the smells and oils. Um, so I didn't buy anything. And plus, I didn't really know if I was just being sold something. So I'd really like to know what I need. I want to branch out from those two moisturisers and I'm ready to do that now. So what should my next steps be, do you think? And how do you guys approach your skincare routine? Thanks, guys. I feel like we are all actually in quite a similar boat yeah we all we all want to improve our skincare routines but don't really know where to start and i think that is 90 percent of the problem because yes. it's it can feel very overwhelming there's so much choice well i 
did slash do when I was like right I need to start taking better care of my skin I looked up like skincare influencers and beauty influencers and I watched a few videos just to get a sort of gist of what they were using what steps and also I think finding a sort of I hate the term influencer but you know what I mean a beauty guru I like that better finding a beauty skincare guru who sort of matches what you're after I suppose like Sam Friedman actually like there's no point me copying the skincare routine of like a real high-end fashion model because I don't have the time and I also don't live the life of a high-end fashion model if that makes sense so I need to find I I think you could Lauren (laughs) I, can I see need it to in find your, in your tea leaves very normal, approachable, relatable people who I think yes, this is like the everyday skincare routine that I am looking for. This is the thing though: when you go for those facials and they try to sell you products, it is a bit confusing. Like, are they just selling me it because they're getting commission? It's like a timeshare, and it can get very overwhelming. My friend recently sent me a thirteen-step facial system um, involving 13 different products I'd have to buy and it's just too much which is why I sort of stick to the Nivea soft but I am willing to open up and there are loads of different things that I want to do for my skin like sometimes it gets a bit dry sometimes it's a bit red or puffy and I just don't know what products to use but I tell you what I do use and this is a great tip and a great place to start an SPF make sure you always wear a moisturizer with an SPF. That is the most fundamental because I didn't ever do that when I was young and now I know that it's not just about sunburn, it's about sunlight damaging the skin and aging it quicker. So wearing an SPF is a really great start to any new skincare routine. But even just the best place to start is remembering to take your makeup off and I know that sounds so simple, so stupid, but I have always been really bad for not taking my makeup off either because I get in late from work and I'm tired and I just think oh it won't matter but how can you sort of begin a skincare routine and start cleaning and looking after your skin if you're not starting with a blank canvas sort of thing and that's what I very much learned I'm like right even even if the only thing I've got time because time is so precious isn't it and our energy is precious even if the only thing I've got the time and energy to do is take my makeup off I at least feel like I've done something (laughs) that's another thing actually once you've put makeup on you can still look after your skin do you use a hydration spray yes i do yes love those and i've really gotten into using like a very moisturizing primer because for Mm. me it's all about taking steps taking steps out of the routine so you'll see people and they'll be like first i'm using this cream then i'm using this cream and i think oh i don't have time and i think if we can find little ways to cut corners it makes things so much easier so i use like a really good sort of moisturizer as a primer i've been a big fan as well of good old vitamin c i've noticed Mm. a lot of skincare products popping up with vitamin c and i have generally noticed a difference in my skin so i use really i use a cleanser with vitamin c in it and I've got a moisturizer that's got vitamin C in as well and I can definitely notice sometimes you wonder is it just because I'm expecting to see a difference but I do actually if I've done my skincare routine a few days in a row I look in the mirror without any makeup on and I think I can see a difference and then I'll let it slip for a couple of days and I'll stand barefaced again and be like nope you you could definitely see a difference because now you look different (laughs) to what you did a week ago now you've stopped doing it Oh my gosh, keep doing it. It needs to be part of your routine. Again, by the way, we are not experts on this and all skin types 
are different. But vitamin C, moisture, all of this stuff is so important. I tell you what I've done as well to try and get into a routine is I've basically bought like quite a nice simple cleanser, wasn't expensive, and a nice moisturizer and sort of a serum, a couple of oils, and I've put them on like a little tray next to a pot with all um those reusable washable pads to take your makeup off. Okay. So I've essentially made a little skincare station and I've put it right next to like where my bathroom mirror is and my logic is, surely if it's by the sink where I'm brushing my teeth before bed anyway, I'll have no excuse if it's all laid out nicely, just a few products, nothing overwhelming, to just do it. Living for this. It's so cute that you have a skincare station. Now, as we said, Sophie, Lauren and I are not experts at skincare, but because we think, similar to us, you might be a little time poor and overwhelmed with all of the options, we've come up with a list of things that you can use to help you in that situation. Yes, so my top tip is blusher can be quite multi-useful so if you get a cream one you can also use it as a lipstick and even as like a creamy eyeshadow uh just give it a little dab and a little blend powder blusher as well i learned this obviously put it on your cheeks but then also sweep that across your eyes just for a very subtle so everything like matches and is pulled together and it just sort of brightens your face up a little bit i'm definitely and trying that I've got this as well, the Walida Skin Food. It's an amazing moisturizer. Right. That's the moisturizer I was on about before, so I actually use that essentially as a primer. Um, or sometimes if I'm going like out, out, I will put it like under a primer. I will do the extra step. But I got my makeup done recently, and a makeup artist told me that you can also use it as like a highlighter, just for very a couple of little dabs on the high points of your cheeks. I'm definitely going to grab some of that. We love an MUA tip. And my biggest tip for you, Sophie, is a tinted moisturizer with, yep, you guessed it, SPF. And I, I suppose the most probably glaringly obvious thing that we've actually not mentioned is drinking lots of water. Your skin, your, your skin will tell you what it needs, won't it? If you're breaking out, it's probably because you didn't wash your makeup off. Well, obviously there's lots of reasons, but for me, I know when I get breakouts, it tends to be... I've not looked after it. I've not washed my makeup off. If your skin's feeling dry, it's telling you it's thirsty. Drink that water. Water is a superpower, we forget. Um, you can also find influencers that have a similar skin to you, find out what they use, and hydration spray over your makeup is a must. Plus, biggest tip, Lauren knows, don't forget to take the makeup off. Thank you, Sophie. Good luck on your skincare journey and let us know how you get on. Now it's over to you. If you want to be on next week's show, send your fashion queries to us on WhatsApp on 077-113-85526. That's right, you send your problems and we will solve them. That's 077-113-85526. Or you can check the show notes for all the info. And it would be remiss of me not to mention the Aroma Active Repair Collection at River Island. It's really good for winter skin. I'm just going to leave that there, guys. I'll pop it in the show notes. So it's time for what I'm loving. Each week, our celebrity guest is going to tell us what they're loving. And so we welcome back Sam Friedman. I'm so excited to share with you what I'm loving right now. It's a trend I've been following for a while. But it's really interesting because it is combining 
the knowledge of ancient Eastern medicine with the science of Western medicine. And I love this coming together of two cultures to really bring to light incredible brands, incredible products that actually are fixing the issues and and things that we are really straining with in our everyday lives. So how and where can you find this? You can see it across all categories. It is very, very popular in skincare. You might have heard of Ayurvedic skincare. There are some really interesting ingredients and practices that are coming over from the East over to the West and being used together with some fantastic science to bring formulations that are never seen before. In supplements, there are ingredients like ashwagandha that are incredible for really helping to relieve stress, anxiety, and to kind of bring a sense of calm back to our lives. And then finally, there's one other product that I just absolutely love right now, and they're called Ear Seeds. Now, these were really, really popular back in Eastern medicine, and they were used to kind of push on different pressure points on your ear and the way in which they're placed help different parts of your body. So whether you're struggling with your digestion or whether sleep might be an issue for you, or even you're just super stressed. I even think that they help with hay fever when it comes to that time of year. So however you kind of place them around your ear helps relieve different symptoms. And I love that this uh, combination of, of learning something new about our bodies and really tuning in to what people have been doing for years and years over in the East is now finally coming over to the West. So super exciting. And I hope you love this trend too. That's genuinely quite fascinating because I I don't know if you ever had these but you know talking about the ear seeds and like sort of the pressure points in your body I was really bad with travel sickness as a kid like really bad to the point where we would be on the coach on a school trip 20 minutes away and I would get travel sick and I used to wear these wristbands that had like a like a plasticky thing on and it put a pressure point on your wrist and stopped you feeling travel sick and they worked every time Wow. Every time I would put them on, just little wristbands. They dug in. I don't. I don't know if you can see, but like sort of where your like veiny bit is on the inside of your wrist. Uh, I think. I think you put like three fingers. Yeah, and it was where the second finger was, and they would work every time. And I don't know how. I. I but this has got me thinking about that. Yeah, I am so interested by this whole thing. The ear seed stuff looks so cool. They're like these tiny latex stickers, maybe the size ah. of your fingernail and basically you put a seed carefully on your ear in specific pressure points that correspond with conditions you're experiencing and then it can relieve pressure or stress i mean how amazing that a seed can do all of that that's incredible and the more you think about it as well like it it does make sense because back hundreds and thousands of years ago they wouldn't have had all the various technologies and fancy things that we had they had to make do with things that came from nature and looking at your body and pressure points and all this kind of stuff. Speaking of nature, have you seen this snail slime trend that people are using? I've heard of this. And would you let a snail crawl across your skin? So that's the thing. Is it? Do you put a live snail on? I'm looking this up now. Yeah, or I mean, I'm is looking it just it up the too. slime? I don't know. I, I've never been to this part of the internet before, but I am terrified. I think I've sussed it off the back of this episode. If I give skincare advice to anyone to myself it would be as long as it's clean and find a routine nice (laughs) 
This is the bit of the show we like to call Pass the Mic, where we shine a light on some goodness in the world. I am loving your hair today, James. Oh, thank you, Lauren. What a kind thing to say. I'm also loving your hair. <laughs> oh, I'm enjoying the goodness that we're spreading right here. Okay, enough of the compliments now. It's World Kindness Day soon, so we wanted to shine a light on some of the wonderfully kind things happening in the world. Because here on Notes from the Island, we believe kindness goes way beyond compliments and favours. Yeah, I think we all know how important it is to make choices that are good for the planet, and a lot of fashion brands are changing how they do things to be kinder to the planet and people. So inspired by River Island's initiative, The Kind Society, we thought it'd be nice to do our New Year's resolutions a little early and think about some pledges that we can make to be kinder in the world. Lauren, what have you got? Okay, so my my pledge that I, I always say I'm going to do this and I kind of drift out of doing it and I'd like to be able to commit to it a bit more is I help. don't want to buy any new clothes until I've got rid of something else, a bit like a one-in-one-out policy. Yes. So I sort of set this rule a while ago where I thought, if I want to buy something new, I have to, you know, give something to a charity shop or put it up on one of these reselling sites. But then it's so easy to suddenly see, like, a couple of things you like and think, oh, I'll just get those. And I think, no, I really want to streamline my wardrobe and only bring something new into it if something is leaving and going to a better place and I think that's a really good mindset to be in I was gonna say the exact same thing were you um which is ridiculous but I literally did it today I bought a new pair of trainers yesterday and I've now selected a pair that I'm going to be giving to charity because I also have a one-in-one-out policy it's been my week off this week and it's all I've been doing I've been get like selecting clothes that I'm going to give to charity because I keep buying new ones and I not... always say I'm going to do it and usually I'm very good at it but where it falls apart is the summer you know when you tend to need to buy like sort of yeah. cooler tops or cooler like dresses for going out and that's where it goes a bit downhill because suddenly I find I've bought like or you'll have a few nights out coming up and I think oh well I've wore all that stuff and you'll buy a few new dresses and then you think oh, I've just bought five new things and haven't got rid of anything well you know what this is actually perfect because this exact concept is something that river island are way ahead of both of us on with their new take back scheme this is a clothing recycling scheme in uk stores where you bring back your clothes you get a voucher in return it's been trialed in select stores and will be coming to a store near you soon I love that. That's so important. Like people have been doing that with mobile phones and tech for years. And how amazing that we can now also do it with our clothes. River Island's Kind Society have also teamed up with children's mental health charity Place to Be for World Kindness Day. Place to Be are a fantastic charity working in schools across the UK to provide counselling and support for any child who may need it. Some of the River Island team took part in a volunteering day with local artists to paint murals in two of the schools place to be working. You can check out what they created on River Island socials on World Kindness Day and also find out more about place to be and the work they do and how you can also support their amazing cause if you want to do a little good. That is it for this week. Thank you so much for joining us for episode three of Notes from the Island, brought to you by River Island. We absolutely love hearing from you too, so keep an eye out on River Island socials for our big question requests so that you can get involved. Remember to check out at River Island for extra bits, tricks and tips. You can find me at I'm James Barr. 
And I'm at Lauren Patterson. Thank you so much to our producer, Matt Hill, and our executive producer, Everly Bryce Perkins, at Rethink Audio. Thanks for listening. Bye. Bye.